Welcome to Iconic Talk. This is your community's podcast with conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And I'm Megan Eanes, a local realtor and part of the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are so excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you've come to the right place. And this is the season of Winchester and local knowledge with Apple Blossom. And welcome back. Right. I miss you. I, I shared you. with so many times I, I used the word we and I was there by myself. <laughs> and so many times I just said, I miss Megan. So thank you for returning to me. I'm back. I appreciate it. I'm here. I'm sorry. I missed it last That's week. all right. There's lots going on. Yeah. Well, yeah. so how about we first talk, talk about what happened yesterday? I'm sorry, not yesterday. It was seems like no. yesterday. But yeah. what happened on Sunday? Over the weekend. Yes. There was the multiple weekend. things that happened last weekend. So oh, there true. is the Icon Real Estate Open House Party. That's thank true. Thank you to all of you who stopped by. There are so many different clients and business partners and just local people, friends, family yep. that were able to stop by. I and got to meet your grandmother, which was exciting because yes. we've talked about her. My grandmother, Gigi, mm -hmm. was there in the house and uh, catered by a movable feast, Mary Fox. We had a lot of our integrity partners in. Mm -hmm. We had... Um, who mortgage. else did I see there? Yep. Mm -hmm. We had... Um, who else stopped by? I mean, there are so many people I'm trying to remember. Even just some clients of mine who were neighbors that, that I had sent invitations out to just popped by to say hi. Um, you had some people, your, I did. your family was around, yep. um, your kids were around. My children came by. <laughs> it's, it was a whole fiesta. So it was fun. It was fun. So then we started it off on Saturday, of Saturday. course, and, and that was during the wine festival and we were giving out wine bags, giving out wine bags. Was really cool. You know, it was funny because there were people that were stopping into our office mm -hmm. thinking that it was just like a fun part of the wine festival right. of an open house. They're like, Oh, I just want a tour of this house. I'm like, great. Come see the house. It's great architecture. 1757 yes. and, um, get some food, get some drinks and here, have a wine bag. And they're like, Oh wow. Okay. They, they were loving it. I had somebody that popped in from Annapolis, another person that was from the Southern part of Virginia. There are outsiders we out had of town from Pittsburgh. Yep. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was cool. I loved it. I, it was a fun experience. I think it was a good weekend to have it. And the, the weather did hold off. For it was great. Us. And, and so it, it was a great turnout. Uh, yes, because it was a good weekend to have mm -hmm. it with the with the festival happening all around. Um, but I just will emphasize anybody that wants to stop by during our office hours of Monday to Friday, nine to five, to this building where we record, you'll get the experience and maybe not the same food and drinks when you come. But right. We have snacks. Can, we have we, drinks. We have coffee. <laughs> we have water. We have Wi-Fi. Yes. Um, especially when it gets warmer in the summertime. This is part of my tour when we did the open house. Just come see where you can hang out. Right. Get, you know, have a break, five minutes, you know, walking down the well, down the wall. And, and there especially you go. if people love anybody that loves history or historic homes, this is a two hundred and sixty six year old home. Wow, this, that's did you do the math in your head? I, I did it on Saturday, so cool. I just remembered it. Okay. So I wasn't quite that quick, but I mean, <laughs> I didn't have to tell on myself. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, we are older than the United States. Yeah. This building it, is really older cool. than the United States, which is so awesome. And the just the history of town, the history and some of the original flooring. And it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful building. So just come by and see it just yep. because. Yep. Well, speaking of math, yes. that was our Sunday activity mm -hmm. um, where we were able to participate in Shenandoah. Valley Discovery Museums, uh, Are You Smarter Than a Fourth Grader event yes. that is was not an officially sanctioned event from Apple Blossom Festival perspective, but they were able to get um, partnership with them mm -hmm. and they're 
hopefully they've been, remember how we chatted with Brad Veach weeks right. ago That's right. and how his goal is to partner with the community and have events that are family friendly and kid friendly and people of all ages. Um, their hope and goal is that next year it is an official Apple Blossom event, but it was amazing because yeah, Icon was one of the sponsors for Icon it. Icon Real Estate was a sponsor. We had five different people that represented the team. Yes. And are we smarter than fourth graders? We are smarter than some fourth graders. Okay. Than some of them. <laughs> we ended up, we made it to the uh, semifinal, semifinal round. round. Mm-hmm. Yes. We were the, we were the, the oh. smarter adults yes. of all the other adult yes. crowds and groups that were there. We were able to at least not embarrass the real estate community. No, it, and it was so much fun. Um, my, I think one of my favorite parts was the the challenge with everybody having to stand on just a regular sized towel, which of course the children are much smaller than the adults and yeah. have much smaller feet. We needed uh, a different size towel. Yeah, we need like yeah. a blanket. Uh-huh. But trying to get everybody to be able to stay on that blanket, flip it over, and then get it straight. So that was a fun challenge, which we actually won. And then there there was a red solo cup challenge which was entertaining. We won too. that one too. We won that so, one too. So yeah, the week did come out ahead in lots of different ways. Yes. And the competitiveness of these fourth graders was, it was intense. You know, at the end of it, we're giving each other high fives and, and handshakes. And then some of them just gave me the death stare yes. of like, I, I just beat you, get out of here. <laughs> and some of them were like, I need you to shake my hand. Some of them were like, you know, laughing in our face. Some of them, it was, they were intense. They were intense, but it was actually the Winchester <laughs> Public Schools, their fourth grade team were the winners uh-huh. and the Middletown Elementary School, which was from Frederick County. They came in second place. Yep. And, and there were I other guess kids. technically that makes us, we were in third. We should have gotten like bronze medals yeah. or something, but we didn't. Well. You know, that's okay. That's okay. I mean, we have bragging rights. We were the smartest adults and, of the group. And thankfully, yes, the kids did win. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's just, it kind of goes and speaks to the challenge. Let's give them their credit. They now, did a good job. The other thing that nobody told me until we got there is that all these kids had study questions. Yes. They weeks were given before. study guides. They weeks were given study before, guides. Yes. As we're just trying to like <laughs> practice on our own and, and look up questions. And I mean, my husband was quizzing me. I know Madison who was doing it as well. I know her boyfriend was helping her too. I mean, it was, we not, were all trying and practicing, but not that we're bitter. Not no, that, no, no, it's okay. Yeah. We're still, like I said, we're still smarter than some fourth graders. So go back and look at some of the social media posts out there at the Discover Museum or Icon Real Estate. We'll even give a post or two, a picture or two on this week's episode. Yeah. You know, so look out for that. You'll see what happened there. So that, yeah, that that was the weekend. And then, uh, you know, here we are. Yeah. That's... Smack in the middle of Apple Blossom Week. Mm-hmm. So we've got the carnivals going on now already. Yep. So um, that's one of the things. And is it, I think... This is the last year it's going to be where it is. Yeah. I, I, I haven't double checked, but that's I'm pretty sure that the uh, Wards Plaza, that it did sell. Um, and if that's the case, then this will be the last year that it'll be there and mm-hmm. we'll have to find somewhere else find to put it. somewhere new. So t- definitely take advantage of it being right there on uh, Valley know, Avenue. Did you ever go to where, when they had it over by the mall, where they had elephants raise the, I, the yes, tents? Yes. I remember going and seeing the elephants raise the tent in the morning. Uh-huh. Um, and then, yes, I've been to the, uh, I loved the circus. The circus was great. I, I can't remember if I had children at that point in time or I was just going <laughs> As an, a younger adult. Yeah. Um, but no, I do remember it all being over there right on the, That's the cool. mall parking lot. Yeah, I did that once and it was raining and I was mm-hmm. like, well, this is an experience, but um, didn't choose to do it again just because of the time of day that it was and right. just the, the weather sometimes. But it was an experience. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it was really more of a, a circus carnival thing that was going on over there as well. And so the circus doesn't necessarily come to town. No, any, not anymore. anymore. 
Um, so it's just constant, you know, evolving things. Mm-hmm. So it makes me think to ask the question, what are some of your favorite memories? You know, we've chatted with the executive director, Brad Veach. You heard from me last week of mm-hmm. all the things that are going on at the festival. Let's just get personal. Share kind of some of your stories of, because of, you were a townie. Yep. Now, do you remember um, when the Clydesdales came to Winchester. Yes. And they were set up over there in front of the um, uh, Anheuser-Busch just, um, distributor right over off of Valley Avenue. Mm-hmm. That, that was super mm-hmm. cool. Um, I have a picture of my my son was not even a year old. So he was probably nine, 10 months old. This was, this was Ben. And I have a picture of him standing in front of a Clydesdale named Bob. Oh, wow. Because Ben wouldn't call me mom. He, for some reason, the first thing he called me was Bob. Okay, Bob. So I'll yeah. call you Bob now. Yep, I have a picture cool. of me holding Ben in front of a horse named Bob. Awesome. <laughs> but that was so cool, and that was a great experience for the kids. Yep. And, and I remember them also having um, little pony rides, actually, at the carnival, where you could go, and the mm. ponies just kind of walked in a circle. Um, but you could uh, put your kids on there. So, yep. I mean, just little things. With well, my animals. kids were fascinated with the fire trucks. And so mm-hmm. that kind of turned the, the Friday night, tomorrow night's parade is, is, was kind of more of our favorite because it would be an entire day long outing of kids running the mile race, right? going to, they would have also the, the, some of the carnival stuff would be in the Hanley area where you could get some snacks and food mm-hmm. and, and play games and things like that. Um, we then would also go over to Corals Elementary School and hang out there for a little bit. Um, playgrounds were there, and you can still see the fireworks. There were also some times where we would just run around the, the football field at, at Hanley waiting for the fireworks to happen. Now, that would be fun. I don't, they, and then they shut that down. You know, But that was before it got dark, mm-hmm. so before there's some safety things that you, know, you have to clear the field. Um, just that, that whole Friday experience. So tomorrow is one of the things that I really look forward to of experiences with family, right? Yeah, I remember so, when they used to be able to um, use their sirens and stuff. That was just awesome. Now, um, it was a cool yeah. experience, I think, to the people that were watching. Um, I think part of the reason why they stopped doing it was because of all the bands that were coming into mm-hmm. the area, and you couldn't hear the bands playing couldn't when the sirens them. were going off. So I have been on that that end of being in the band. I think I was in... So I would have been in five or six different um, Apple Blossom parades as well as the Firefighters Parade um, myself. So I didn't get to go much in high school because I was in it marching. And dang, is it hot when you're, we have that really warm weather and you're wearing a full wool uniform. Well, I'm excited about this weekend. Mm -hmm. It's, It's looking okay. Um, you know, we have a day or two that. to go that we're, we're thinking that like tomorrow and Saturday are going to be looking good. So we shall see, keep our fingers crossed, but this could be a good weekend. You know, another memory that comes to my mind was, I think I'd say eight years ago. Um, we moved 10 years ago now, um, from the County to the city. And so part of that, you have to keep in mind of like, well, what are you going to do when Apple Blossom Festival comes and are you going to be able to drive through the traffic, right. get to your house? So we were just going to hunker down on on that Friday and not go anywhere just kind of walk around and be in our house so going from the county to the city those first couple years of us living in the city we saw so much more wildlife in our city house and near our city house than we had in the county really like we had squirrels everywhere our house we call squirrel house did I ever tell you the story no uh, is it worth getting into now? I mean, sure. Why not? Okay. So this is going to be a long extended apple blossom story experience. So when okay. we first moved into our house, when we we're looking at it, so here's a real estate perspective for you. I would go scout out a house in the downtown area, 
with my wife being in school, thinking eventually we would live in the city just, just for fun, right? Mm-hmm. So I would go visit houses every now and then by myself as a realtor and just say, okay, preview, preview mm-hmm. things and, and then report back to my wife. So there was a house where we ended up living now that I was previewing and I was like, okay, this could work. But I knew that wasn't her ideal home. She was envisioning a sprawling ranch in town, um, something that had just like a single floor plan, maybe a basement. And this was really a a true colonial four square kind of house downtown. I was like, it's a great price on a good street. And I think it's worth looking at. And she's like, fine, I'll go look at it. The first time the two of us walked in, it was in July in a super hot day. And on days like that for an empty vacant house, I left, I leave the door open mm-hmm. just, just to kind of notify neighbors and people that, Hey, somebody's in this house, we're showing it, you know? So I left the front door open and we're walking around and I could see <laughs> this animal pellet poop everywhere, right? All over the, the, the first floor. And, um, I just kind of mentally made a note of that as an agent, right. you're more in tune with looking at houses than other people. So right. my wife claims, you know, the as her story goes, she didn't see that. So I'm thinking to myself, all right, let's see what's happening around here. We walk up the stairs, we go to where it would be kind of the primary suite now. And our bedroom is a decent size, but the bathroom is like a postage stamp. I mean, it is a really tiny bathroom, lime green, built in 1950. Nice. Bathroom has not been renovated even still to this day. So we get up there and we open the bathroom door and we're both standing in the doorway and this big black bushy thing just flies right from underneath the (laughs) toilet, right by our feet. She jumps and screams and then goes past us, down the stairs and out the front door. And it was a black squirrel, a huge large black squirrel. Oh, wow. We had hardly seen squirrels, you know, even out where we live in the county. I mean, not like downtown. Right. You don't see black ones very often And it was black. So mm-hmm. freaked us out. We're like, okay, this is an interesting house. Let's just kind of meander out of here. So we start walking around. She's like, I want to see the other bedrooms. We poke our head into the other bedroom and it had ugly green shag carpet that was first to go when we moved in. Ugly green shag carpet. And there's this tiny little baby brown squirrel that was huddled up just underneath the radiator just shivering and shaking and we're like okay this is now a squirrel infested house we're out of here long story short we circle back to it we negotiate with the sellers they weren't budging on price we're saying you have squirrels in your house Mm -hmm. this equals discount and my wife she likes to get a deal and so even though it wasn't her style of house she was like discount squirrel house right we'll get a good deal for it Four months go by, and we still hadn't bought the house because of the discrepancy of, of price. I then still go back and forth to the house a couple different times, bring contractors to find out what we're doing. I brought one contractor down there. We go to the basement, dead squirrel on the Aww. ground, and it just reeked. We finally decided, okay, when it's when we're writing an offer and we think we're going to go under contract, then it's time to show the kids, right? right. We don't bring the kids to in this whole, you know, are we going to move? Are we not going to move? They're, they're young. They're impressionable. doesn't make sense. We open the door when we're showing it to them two months later and it just reeks of dead animal. And we (laughs) were like, what is going on here? We're walking around. We didn't see anything, but it really smelled from the first floor basement, attic and all that stuff was fine. So then we finally buy the house. We get at the discount we want 
I, did let me ask you this? Yes. Did you put into the contract that the squirrels have to be removed? Um, no, we didn't. Okay. We had other things that were in the contract. Okay. But the squirrel removal should have been one that we had. We meet the we meet the neighbors, and they're saying, "Oh yeah, we see squirrels coming and going from the roof line through the chimney." So we figured out they're coming in from the attic, and we can see just claw marks on the interior of the windows in the attic as well. So they're trying to get out. They can get in, but they can't get Aww. out. We buy the house finally. We start renovations right away. And that same contractor that saw the dead squirrel in the basement, he's remodeling our kitchen. And he's like, there were three dead squirrels in the corner area of the cabinets. And that's what we had been smelling Oof. weeks before. And he keeps finding more squirrels. Fast forward now to last year when my grandmother mm-hmm. is, is moving into the house. Okay. We're renovating the basement and we're renovating the attic. Guess what we find? More squirrels. More squirrels. Ugh. The contractors were gutting the ceiling in the basement and pulling out the insulation. They were dropping out of the insulation. <gasps> my wife is mortified. She's like, I'm living in a nasty, smelly, infested squirrel house. And there was also a couple of squirrels that looked like they got fried by the electrical panel that there is a little bit of gnawing on the wires as well. I'm oh. like, oh my goodness. Like we could have had a whole electrical squirrel fire, fire oh, you yeah. know, and out of this. And for the longest time, making this really short story long, but <laughs> um, for the longest time, we just thought, oh, the house has like a 1950s smell to it. You know, when you leave for a vacation yes. and you have the house closed up and you come home after a week of being gone. Or you turn a the little, air off and you just yes, have the windows it, open and that kind of a thing. We just thought this just comes with the 1950s house. No. Dead we, squirrel it, smell? It comes with the <laughs> petrified squirrel smell. Aww. So now, back to my apple blossom story. Because I've really elaborated on how there's way more animals in our area than in the county. Right. Eight years ago, on Friday, Apple Blossom Friday, where we were going to be hunkered down Erica's parents were in town. Um, we had all other kinds of people around. My mother-in-law goes to open the back door and she screams at the top of her lungs. And I'm like, what is going on? And then she starts yelling, Lucy, Lucy, come like our dog. Mm-hmm. She's trying to get the dog inside. I'm like, what is going on? We're all run to the back door. There is a little possum that Aww. was hanging out by our back door. And then we saw a mama possum fly by. So she, Mother-in-law freaking out, everybody screaming and hollering. We go and we see these little baby possums by our kids' playhouse. And they weren't moving. So the mama possum just freaked out and left. And my wife and older son at the time, they felt so sorry for these possums that they were able to corral them, put them into a box, made phone calls to like an animal rescue association. Mm -hmm. And this is, again, we're living downtown on Friday, right. on Apple Blossom, and the Rescue Association answered the phone and said, if you can get them here by 6, we'll take them and rescue them. We brought the possums. She left our house like right around 5 or 5.30, scrambled across to go to Clark County, dropped them off, oh, got right them there. The Blue Ridge. Yes. I what it's called. And yeah. was able to somehow miraculously get back to our house with all the nonsense going on downtown. That is my crazy, long-winded apple blossom possum story. <laughs> apple, apple possum story. And we, we actually did some research afterwards and found out that they were able to rescue the possums and they released them to the wild after you know a certain period of time. And maybe they're still alive today. I oh, have no idea. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes. So 
dead squirrel story to a live possum story. That's my long-winded um, apple blossom memory. That's definitely pretty uh, entertaining. Wow. Well, I hope I can entertain you because I've been told by my wife, who's a way better storyteller than me, that I can't <laughs> tell stories. But there you go. That's my apple blossom story for you guys. Oh, I, I love your wife. I got a good chance to talk to her for a little while on Saturday at the open house. And Erica, she's just so wonderful. Yeah. You, you know, you got, she, a, you got a good one. She's better than me. You know, she she knows how to network even more than I do. So she does a good job of that. She's a good lady. What are the tips? You know, so the other comments that we wanted to make for this right. specific episode is thinking about you know, tomorrow and Saturday, the parades and all the traffic nonsense. You know, there's so many people that claim, oh, I'm just going to stay away. Well, you're missing out if right. you're going to say you're going to stay away. What are the tips that you and your family do when you're trying to come downtown to so see? So the first thing that we do, and it's been a tradition for, I don't know, almost 20 years probably. We go to Midway at 10 o'clock on Friday. So oh. we go when it first yeah. opens. Okay. And then I the like kids that. get to kind of do everything. We get to have our little, uh, it used to be fried Oreos that we always got mm -hmm. one order of fried Oreos and then everybody would just share. Um, and now we have to get the crab cake for my mother-in-law from this place that's always there. Really? So There's been, crab cakes? Yes. The crab cakes are amazing. She's gotten them every year for like five years or something. Okay. So we I'll do midway. We walk around and um, the kids get to play some games and this and that. And then usually we're out of there around noon. So before the stag luncheon lets out, yeah. and things get crazy. Right. So if you want to do anything like that where you don't want to be around a lot of crowds, that is by far the best time to do hmm. it downtown mm -hmm. um, right there on Piccadilly Street, I think is where the majority of it is now and yep. some of it's on the old town mall right um and the uh, one of the fun things my kids usually do is the pull-up stations at the different yeah you know with the marine oh, I think yeah. it's the marines that uh -huh. usually do it because i think all three of three of my children have uh, marine shirts from doing their pull-ups um or the push-up challenges my boys yep. always love doing that so anyways that'd be my first thing is to come down at 10 o'clock the other thing which i've learned over the years is if you do have to come into winchester and we're coming from Stephen City, is that you basically try to get up to Berryville Avenue mm -hmm. and come back down. Okay. So don't try to, you know, come in through town from like Jubal Early or definitely not Route 11. But if you go north a little bit and then come backwards, like backtrack a little from Jubal Early and then, uh, or excuse me, from um, like Berryville Avenue, that direction, mm -hmm. or even you know, just as far north as you can get and come back down towards Winchester, huh. the traffic's not as bad. Okay. Um, cause otherwise you're going to be met by national guard members yeah. that are blocking off all right. the roads and you On just Cork really, street, you know, where you can't the, get the parade entrance starts, you're getting blocked off and boxed in yeah. really quickly. I'm curious if we're even kind of, cause my husband was saying, he goes, well, you'll have great parking for the parade here at the office. I'm like, I don't think we can get to the uh, office. No, this is the staging ground for yeah. the parade. There's no way anybody's going to be able to get here to if park. If you did, you're not getting out. No, not getting out. Well, when I lived in the County, my, um, secret tip and i don't know if this is going to be you know in, information that people want to latch onto, and i'm going to make a whole big traffic mm -hmm. pattern here but to come around from the west so if okay. you start around near the hospital area and start heading towards town before you get um towards you know bonnie blue and that kind of area veer off and head through meadow branch and you okay, can go up true. and go up selden in that area and that'll get you really close into the neighborhood areas where you can have street parking and yeah, you might be parking in front of somebody's house, but if there's a spot, yep, fair it. game yep. and get as close to Hanley as possible. And that way you're going to get close towards the end of the parade route and you can then walk from there. 
there are, and again, because I live in that general area, there are some special secret paths that you can kind of take right. with your car that kind of bob and weave and get to where you need to go. But that would be my suggestion is coming from the West and get through those neighborhoods there. And I will say, be careful if you park in the parking garage, the one that's on Braddock Street, um, right there, Braddock. And I think it's Braddock and Amherst, I think is where it's located. I have gotten stuck in that one oh, before. Yeah. When you're trying to get out and they've got the um, the road cleaners coming through, the, mm -hmm. the sweepers, and they won't let you out. Mm. So you'll have to wait until that's done and you just sit there in one long line. So yeah. just, you know, if you're going to park in a parking garage, maybe when the parade gets out, go do, go to, go grab dinner, yep. go get something, go for a walk. But <laughs> otherwise you're going to be sitting in your car trying to get out of the parking Good garage. Good tip. And then for tomorrow night with fireworks, mm -hmm. we, again, I mentioned corals. <clears throat> that was something that we did when the kids were younger um, because they could just run around like crazy kids and have mm -hmm. fun and still see the fireworks. You're not that close, but you can still see them. Um, being in front of Hanley High School is obviously ideal where all the, uh, the hubbub happen, right. happens, which by the way, I was at the gym this past week and, um, someone who is singing the national anthem was in my gym class. Oh, cool. So we were collaborating and I'm like, okay, how did that happen? Which is interesting. So yeah, you get a chance to hear the national anthem, you see the fireworks start, but you can also have a little secret special location behind Hanley on the hill back there. Right. I Not many people up, know back there. I parked up there one time, mm -hmm. I remember, for the parade and then just walked down. Mm -hmm. But I've only seen the fireworks one time. And it was at a house that was right um, right off of Hanley, Hanley Boulevard. I think it was Hanley and Valley Avenue. something mm -hmm. right there on the corner. Um, it was a friend of a friend's. That's the only time I've ever seen it. Okay. Otherwise, I... I don't want to deal with the traffic, the trying traffic. to get in and out. And that, so being on Hanley Hill is going to give you access from the west side as well. And you can weave through some of those neighborhoods to get there. And if you can find your way back there, you bring like yourself your picnic basket, mm -hmm. your picnic blankets, and get there a couple hours early, hang out. That's another good spot for kids to run around. And That's um, a good idea. It's a, it's a really cool experience because you get to see the back of Hanley and the, the, the roof lines and the mountains in the background and the fireworks. So... Now, I also remember watching the Fireman's Parade from Cork Street Tavern, actually oh, wow. inside of Cork Street Tavern, and we could open up the windows, and we'd just all sit right there inside the windows and be able to watch. That was a really good spot to mm -hmm. be able to, you know, you're not having to necessarily pay for your seats. Obviously, you're mm -hmm. eating and drinking, um, but that was a really good spot. And one of my, I think one of my first memories, though, of Apple Blossom in, in general was watching the parade from the hill at uh, the Braddock Street Church. Oh, yeah. Yep. So long, long time ago. I don't know when they put the addition on, and that hill's obviously long gone. Mm -hmm. It's now um, part of the church. Yep. But that was where tons of people would go, and you just sit right there on the hill and bring your blanket, yeah. and you got to see everything. And there was um, always, I think there might have been the judges were there at one point in time, so they have bands always played. Yeah, yeah, that's um, cool. And on Saturday, you know, there's chairs everywhere, and you might as well support the local Boy Scouts. Mm -hmm. You know, like, don't be so cheap where you're going to try to steal a seat, and then somebody's going to come up to you and kick you out. And, right. you know, just go ahead and just say, I'm going to park it here. Obviously, the the easiest way to watch the parade is if you know somebody who lives on the parade right. route. Having friends um, that have... Friends with... Fr friends in high friends places. Friends in high places <laughs> is, yeah, that's the place to be. That is very rare. So mm -hmm. if you get invited to a friend who lives on the parade route, might as well use it. Definitely, and, um, that's probably the best way take to advantage do it. of that. But, um, you know, I like getting there right on time, not too early, because then you're sitting there waiting for the parade to start. And we typically stay the whole time. 
and uh, we'll bounce around and it's just cool to see people that you know walking up and down the street waving and saying hi sometimes it's always the same people that you see almost just once every year mm-hmm. <laughs> around the apple blossom now after doing the band thing with my I mean, of course i did it myself and then my kids had done it for many many years um so i always i definitely said a different experience and um a lot of times i, I was well, I'll just say I was sad to hear that the weekend in the park went away because yeah. I used to go during the parade Sure. because it was quiet and calm and I would go over there and I would do that and then I'd go home and I'd usually turn it on the TV and watch the parade on the TV. There's another have, good yeah, tip. You can watch it on TV. Watch it on TV. You don't have to, uh, if you don't like to be around crowds because, you know, a lot of people have changed since COVID. Yep. Um, you know, watch it from TV, still get the same experience. And then when you're doing that, of course, it's right by the grandstand yep. so that you're going to see all the bands see perform. The, the best Everybody's going to be performing. Um, so that's a, that's a really good way to also watch it too. Yep. Well, those are some really cool tips, mm-hmm. some, uh, ideas. Uh, you know, we haven't even talked about the people, you know, of like uh, who the, the princess is it. Bella Aston, I think was her name. It's Sean Austin's youngest daughter. Yes, so the she youngest is daughter. The third daughter. The third. His, he has three, and all three of them now will have been Shenandoah yep. Princess. And Eric Shenandoah Dickerson Queens. and. Um, Nazi Johnson, Nazi Johnson, yep. our so, Super Bowl winning Millbrook yep. High School graduate. Yep. So promoting all the things here for this week to look forward to. Well, what are are there any other local events um, besides the parades and all the other Apple Blossom events that we should look out for? Maybe you can include some of the things that uh, that I didn't talk about. There might be. Maybe we'll see. Let's I'll, see. I'll have to check. I'm um, looking. So it, there's oh a fire truck rodeo and competition. Um, tomorrow night or tomorrow during the whole day where you get a chance to see the brand new fire engines. I remember doing that. That's over at Millbrook. That's oh, a yeah. great spot um, where you get a chance to see them all staked out before the parade. Oh, and get to see them up close and personal. Mm-hmm. That'll be cool. And of course, there's the, the Bloom and Mile. Um, yep. that's, uh, you said your kids have participated oh, yeah. in that. Well past that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we've, we've talked about the Firefighters Parade, which of course is Friday. Grand Feature Parade is going to be on Saturday. Yep. Um, James Wood, because there's really not going to be a whole lot going on on Sunday anymore. Right. So uh, James Wood High School is going to be having a plant sale from 10 to 4. Yep. So that'll be a great opportunity to get some plants maybe for Mother's Day, which is going to be the following weekend. Good idea. Um, and then there's also uh, the 30th annual spring plant sale on May 8th and 9th. That's yep. going to be at Sharando High School. They're going to be doing theirs as well. So the, Perfect. it looks like the county high schools are going to be the local high schools. doing some plants. Got so. something in at Millbrook, something at James Wood, and something at Sharando. That's right. So of it. course, the, the Shenandoah Valley Apple Blossom Festival, you can go to their webpage and get all the other details yep. about the other, I don't remember how many events he said. Almost 50. 50-ish yep. events. So just look and see if there's something that kind of you know, fits your needs. Yep. Bloom.com. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, thanks so much for joining us in this episode of Iconic Talk. We hope you learned something. Again, it wasn't really educational, more informative. You get a chance to hear a little bit about who Mark and Megan are, right? That's right. I, yeah. I learned about the squirrels. Well, so. Squirrels and possums. There <laughs> you go. Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. Well, we appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us, and we'd love it if you'd take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Tell them that we can be found on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. Yep. Thanks to our editor, Jordan, Simi Battaglia. Until next time, think iconic. Iconic.